Get your pen and paper ready. It's time for another edition of The The Flex. The absolute best fantasy football podcast in existence. I'll say this, not to say that I disagree, but... I disagree. Oh my God. Presented by Broadway Sports. So once again, welcome back to another week. Welcome back to another round of advice. Maybe a life story or two. Welcome back to The Flex. Quick note before we start. Our stats are sometimes off on this show, and we apologize about that. We're not perfect, except for Zach. But check out our YouTube channel, Broadway Sports Media, for any and all corrections that, that JG will highlight with the brightest of lights on the channel and show what we got wrong and correct them there. I know, Zach, you're never wrong, but never. just in case, it's there. Well, the good the good thing is that at least it corrects every everything that you guys got wrong. That way our listeners know what is correct. For the record, this doesn't. I'm not gonna like go back and correct predictions that we got wrong. I'm talking about when I said like Tyler Lockett was the first receiver to have 90 targets with a perfect passer rating. It was actually 70 targets. My bad. But if you watch the well, YouTube version, I mean that's a version, lot of targets to mess up on. I'm glad still I still the, the most. Who the pre the previous high was 18 or something like that. That might not be right. 13, 18, <laughs> something like that. Uh, if you watch the YouTube of this, you will get the exact right number though on the screen so go watch us probably sports media my grammar or my uh mispronunciations of names or like mustard on hot dogs or anything like that no more like when greenlaw said that tyler lockett probably ranked below dk metcalf in the top 100 that was not correct which i showed in video form on the video Uh, thank you for keeping us what about when he said danny amendola was like 30 ish or whatever he said Whoa! i said that in the chat i gave you the real number (laughs) on here I have a feeling a lot of that chat is going to bleed into this show. That's awesome. So <laughs> speaking of that, no, I don't think there's any anniversaries or birthdays or this week, but I had a, I had a bit of a death anniversary this morning. I had to put a raccoon to rest. They got trapped in my trash can. So I'm wearing my trash pandas hat out of respect to that little guy. I'm glad he's not going to mess with my trash anymore, but I do feel sorry about that happening. It was not a, a pretty sight to wake up to. So was yes. he already dead or did you yes. strangle him with your bare hands? Oh no, I, I didn't want to touch that damn thing. No. Uh, I, I was, it was, my neighbor walked out and laughed at me because I had a tra- I had my arm in a trash bag, like I was picking up my dog's poop, trying to get this thing in a trash bag just so I could get out of my trash. It was not fun. So what kind of b- burial did you do? Did you put him in a cardboard box and set it on fire? Well, I stuck him right back in the trash can and, and the city hauled him off. It's <laughs> not very respectful. You should have put him on a boat and then shot an arrow Viking style. Mm-hmm. Warrior send up. Yeah. Someone said I just had my, my garbage can down the creek and I could just put it on fire. Uh, no. I'm glad it's gone. Glad opportunity. Yep. Yeah, I'm glad it's gone, though. My my wife is very happy that the, the trash bandit is gone. So, But moving on to other things, there are some – last week we talked about some non-offensive things and that some great offenses. I guess we did uh, talk about some offensive things by talking about the Redskins and some things. Speaking Whoa. of offensive. Washington football team, I'm sorry. Hey, yeah, least, that's least, a correction. Oh. Put that in as a correction. Green love. I'm not going to say what, but we are now officially the final two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you said offensive. I don't Here's know what you meant by Here's offensive, but Redskins, that's like legitimately offensive. Whoa. Oh, well, there it is again. Wow. The football team. Which is, let me say this, someone we talked up. about how putrid the Washington football <laughs> team would be. Let's get this back on track. And at least, I can't remember who it was, but one of their players even did it today. So, I, you know, whatever. It's going to take some time to get used to after years and years and years with that offensive name. So, it's gone. Sorry for the slip up. But we did talk about the NFC last week, talking about the offenses that were worthy to draft from. Uh, when you're trying to pick or decide between players, you might hold into account, like, which offenses are going to weigh higher than others, which ones are going to have better opportunities if you're picking between two receivers. That's that's really our goal. This week, we're looking at the AFC. Now, we had a lot to talk about the NFC. I think we talked about damn near every team, if not every team. Last every week. team. We'll I'm proud of it. We're going to do it again. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. Yay. Even though I'm going to say we're not going to, and you idiots are going to give me 17 different teams each. Anyway, so... This will be, JG, you've got an article coming out that'll accompany this um, soon. Uh, we'll really dive into your tiers, your reasonings. So audience, make sure you go and argue with him in the comment sections about why he's wrong and, and about what he posted. Nice thumbs up, love that. Uh, JG, while you're writing this article, was there anything that was surprising to you when you were comparing the NFC to the AFC? 
Wow, thanks for that softball. I I do. I did. Yes. The AFC kind of sucks. I mean, it doesn't totally suck, and it doesn't really matter. Like, it's not like the conference you pick from matters in fantasy football at all. But I did think it was an interesting observation that, that, like, if you look at the current ADP on Fantasy Pros right now, PPR ADP, of the top 16 players that are going, 11 of those guys are NFC players, and only five play for AFC teams. And Derrick Henry is the highest, current highest drafted AFC player. So, Titans with a juggernaut with the number one highest player in the conference, the best fantasy player in the conference according to current ADP. Pretty cool. I believe it. I mean, when you really think about it, think of the offenses in the NFC. They, the teams themselves may not be good, but the offenses for fantasy purpose, and that's what I think we as a show really emphasize is that fantasy this is a fantasy show so if we say that an offense is good doesn't necessarily mean that we think that team is good case in point someone called uh jg out in our power rankings thing saying that we talked about the the arizona cardinals and we had them all the way down the 20s well yeah because they're not a great they're not a great team when you look at the other teams in their conference they're still probably the fourth best team in their own conference so yeah the power rankings in the nfl are going to be or yeah fourth in the division see but i never messed up i caught it so the um (laughs) so yeah i mean from a fantasy perspective when you think of the teams i think the teams as a whole are stronger in the afc i think your top level teams are if you if you were to take the top 10 12 teams of the NFL, I think the majority of them would be the AFC. But in fantasy, I would could be I'm all the way in the NFC for most of these teams. There's quite a few teams in the AFC that I'm not drafting any players from, and I can't say that about the NFC. Yeah, the only time you're really gonna consider like a team's record is when it gets down to playoff getting close to playoff time and these teams are starting to sit guys for for their runs and the you know, giving them an extra bye week to rest up. It's the only time you're really concerned with the records when you're drafting, you don't really care if they're going to go to the playoffs or not, you'll deal with that later. So you're not really you're not really drafting the team how they're going to do because they could score 45 points, but they're giving up 52 points a game, which a defense coordinator needs to be fired. But my point there is they're still scoring a ton. They're getting you a lot of points for the fantasy, but they're losing a ton of ball games. So that really doesn't matter until some nuances later on. So that's why we're here. That's what we're talking about. Greenlaw, you haven't got to speak a whole lot tonight. I apologize about that so far. But go ahead and start us off with an offense in the AFC that you're actually looking forward to. Well, I would like to take a moment to make a PSA about if you are dra- or if you're playing in a league that has a championship game or whatever it is in week 17, leave that league. It's terrible. It's really <laughs> yes. dumb to play that way. So, leave that league, join something else, even if you don't know anybody in it, that's not the that's as bad as playing with IDPs. So, don't don't do that at all. It's yeah. that's the know how we feel idea. about IDPs. Seconded yep. on that one. Week 17 Hurry. championships are just stupid. Ocean passes. Boom. Thank you. I appreciate Outlawed. That. Those types of leagues are hereby outlawed by this podcast. Thank you just you. got green lawyered. <laughs> oh. A new recurring segment on the on the flex. Yes. So uh, so, I, so as far as uh, AFC teams that Ryan, you dropped the ball there. But, yeah. Uh, sorry. Sorry. Thank you. As far as AFC teams that I like, you touched on it a little bit. There's a lot of top heaviness. So I'm going to skip down past the obvious Chiefs. I I think the Titans could be up there. Uh, And I'm going to skip down to, I guess, the Browns. The Browns have a solid RB1. They have two viable fantasy wide receivers. They have a good tight end. I don't. I'm not a believer in Baker Mayfield, but there's enough pieces around him that I think that the pieces can be productive. I I wouldn't go drafting Baker Mayfield, but the the other guys around him I I do like. So that would be an offense that I would want a piece of any of the the four guys. So Beckham, Landry, Hooper, or Nick Chubb. You don't think that Cream um, Honey gets into Chubb's value at all? Maybe, and he might be a guy that. If you have Chubb, maybe you're you're handcuffing him with them uh, as like a late season stash in case you know injury or you know suspension, whatever it is. Uh, maybe as a backup because if you lose Chubb, I would imagine Kareem Hunt gets all of the 
all of the carries, all of the targets, everything that Chubb was getting, Hunt would be receiving those. Yeah. I I kind of like the Browns offense. I I think there's lots of value there once you get past Nick Chubb, right? I mean, obviously That's Nick Chubb's probably going to be like the top three or fourth. The is going to be a top three running back or maybe even top five. That's not bad value. It's just it is what it is. Um, what the hell just happened? <laughs> you guys just switched in the middle of my video. Um, That's going to be a nightmare. Not really, but I am going to have to like cut my little titles and flop your Twitter <laughs> handles, whatever. <laughs> but um, I I tell you someone that's really flying under the radar and Ryan is muted and talking for some reason. I don't know why he thinks that's going to work. But anyway. I don't know why he continues to, to yeah. talk. He can just you put subtitles, JG? <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I can read. But, I try to um, read his lips and add subtitles to that. But, can you hear me now? Yeah. Yes. Odell, it, flying under the radar it, yes. as a wide receiver 11. And we're talking about a guy that was like going in the first round is now going in the third round. And I understand why, sort of. But you sometimes just got to take into account everything that was happening on a team in one year and decide whether that is what that player is or is he what his career has been, right? It was just a crap year in Cleveland. I mean, it was just bad. They had high expectations. Everybody bought in. A Freddie Kitchens turned out to be a fluke. And now they got Kevin Stefanski. I think it's going to be a much more quarterback-friendly offense, which means that's a much more wide receiver-friendly offense for someone like Odell. And Jarvis Landry may not be ready at the start of the season, which means that there's more targets for Odell Beckham. But then you got Austin Hooper. He should be pretty good. I mean, I, I think that he'll keep up his level of um, play for the most part, but he's just tied in. The tight ends really don't matter in my head anymore as far as a mandatory thing. But the, you know, I don't know what Jarvis Landry is going off the top of my head, but Kareem Hunt, like you said, Ryan and brought up pretty good value too. It's worth having him on there because they're going to get him involved. They got him involved towards the end of last year as well. So Landry's currently wide receiver 29 going in the sixth round. And don't sleep on Donovan Peoples-Jones. I'm just telling you, nobody's talking about him as a wide receiver, and he's a very gifted athletic wide receiver that got stuck with a crappy Shea Patterson up in Michigan. There is some potential there. I'm not saying that you draft, you know, DPJ in, you know, the third round or anything, but if you're sitting there at the 16th and you already have your kicker in your defense, yeah, pick him up. Yeah, I also think things like the report that came out this week about OBJ, which was, you know, not true, but that sticks in the back of people's heads that, oh, he wanted to sit out this season. How good is he going to be? Even though, again, that was not true. But he might drop even farther than what he's going at right now because of things like that, because things are brought up uh, by the media that maybe isn't entirely true. And so I, I do think OBJ is going to be good value where you can draft him and Obviously, I'm a little biased being an LSU guy, but I, I do think there's some value there. And I'm a guy who got burned by him a year ago. Well, let yeah. me say this. Jarvis Landry, he's also apparently into steroids or meth, yes. according or to his heroin. pitcher. Yeah, yeah or, or heroin. heroin. So I would steer clear of that because, I mean, that latest pitcher, he's going right to for the track marks right there, yep. buds. Yep, he's, you know, he's getting it ready. It. I he's, mean, what an idiot. I mean, who just tells people that? Extremely stupid. And that plays into drafting maybe Donovan Peoples-Jones. He's a guy that, you know, Landry <laughs> okay, gets calm down. for a steroid uh, steroid suspension or a heroin suspension because I don't think they Be legalized bad. heroin uh, this offseason. <laughs> Speaking of objections, uh, so what, what, uh, what offense are you injecting into your lineup, JG? Wait, really quick. I will give you an answer to that. I just want – that was a great segue, and I want to give you props for the segue. And he just totally shit all over it. But I didn't get to say anything about the Browns, and all I want to say is that I totally agree, and that's crazy, and it's like I think the Browns have a stigma because they're the Browns, and they had so much hype last year, and they let so many people down because they fell flat on their face and that incredible, like, what, 43-14, to 14, I think, if you look at the final score beat down by the Titans in Week 1 last year. I, I don't know if that's exactly right, but wow, the Titans killed them. 
and they never had a season because of that. Um, so I do think that you could possibly get these guys at a bargain, like Zach said, OBJ. I mean, I'm buying the talent there. Talent plus value in this situation. It's not like he's not going to get targets. Give me all of that with the Browns offense. Um, the, anyway. the talent is still there. Like, And he was... Right. Uh, for the most part, I think completely healthy last year. I mean, I'm not entirely sure. Last year, I believe. But how many games did he miss? Because usually he's missing a ton not, of games. Not many. Yeah. So I, I, expect I a don't. For sure. I, I think it's a rebound for this whole offense. I I think that people just bought into the hype a little too early. Yeah. The whole theme for me with that is like the same way that I'm out on Lamar Jackson and the Ravens this year because like because of regression i'm in on the browns because of regression like these are still talented players aggression Aggression. right you guys call it aggression because that's cool hashtag td aggression touchdown aggression for sure but regression towards what should be their career averages so like odell beckham's career averages are going to be way higher than the season he produced last year he's gonna have a better year therefore you can get him in a bargain the next offense i'm into is the steelers count me out on the running backs I was because say, you weren't in it with the Steelers earlier in the year. I wasn't totally, earlier, but like yesterday or something. I mean, if you just look back at the history <laughs> when Ben Roethlisberger plays quarterback for the Steelers, that's true. A few days ago, it took me a second. When you look at when Ben Roethlisberger is their quarterback, this offense is always good. They just are always good. And I know they had a down year last year, but that's because they had a lot of quarterback trouble. And I don't think James Conner is either. Either the Steelers don't think he's capable of staying healthy or he's not capable of staying healthy. So either he's going to be splitting carries this year so that the Steelers can try to keep him healthy or he's going to be the lead back and get hurt again. So I'm out on the running back situation because I just don't have any confidence in what the split will be. But one player I'm trying to draft on every single team. I like Juju Smith-Schuster. I think he's due for a bounce back, the same reason that Odell is. But I am all in on Deontay B.C. Johnson. Well, what is what is this middle name that you just did? That's his nickname, BC Johnson. I don't know what's BC stand for. No, it's B I S I. I have no idea what it means or why. That's what he goes by. Google it. BC powder. He cures your headaches on offense. Because of that nickname, I might be out on him. Yeah, I'm out. Deontay Johnson had a quietly very productive rookie year for a third round pick, playing with Mason Rudolph and whoever the hell else was out there. And uh, right now, he's going wide receiver 38th. That's like 8th eighth, eighth or ninth round, depending on if it's a 10-team or 12-team league. I am all in on this guy. Breakout candidate. <laughs> Hold on. There is a BC Johnson with B-I-S-I Johnson with the Minnesota Vikings who's a wide receiver. I think you have these guys mixed as the same person because I am looking on my screen as who should I start? BC Johnson, B-I-S-I, or Deontay Johnson? <laughs> One's a wide receiver for the Vikings. Hmm. The other one is the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, wow. Interesting. Wow. Correction. Heavy. I want to see some correction. heavy YouTube corrections yeah. across, the, across your entire <laughs> I would like to see BC Johnson's picture up in the corner <laughs> at some point and just yeah. the rest of the episode. All right. Like, like the scarlet uh, letter. Look, there's definitely a chance that I was totally off when I said that. So I'm glad you Googled <laughs> oh, not it. Even well, honest. hopefully you won't well, have to. Because I was looking to see article. what BC meant. Like, that's just a random. Like, I could understand if it was BC, like T.Y. Hilton. You know, right, right. that's a nickname, right? Like, but isn't but it, it at least. Isn't it's it at his least. father's name, T.Y. Somewhat Hilton. vindicating for me that he exists, that that's a guy. Because you no, guys were like, so. that can't I don't be that's guy's a video. name. No, 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 we were wondering about his nickname. So, no, don't, don't try. Hey, the point is, I'm all in on Deontay Johnson. Give me all the shares of Deontay Johnson on every fantasy team in every fantasy league I'm in. Where I agree with you about being out on the running back and on the receivers, I've I've always been high on Juju Smith-Schuster back in the days when we did some draft analysis um, of when he was coming out of USC. I was very high on him. I think I had him ranked that year as my number three receiver coming out, which I caught some flack on. But I just I, I loved his work ethic. I loved his routes. I loved his hands. And I, someone said, "Well, he had the most drops this year." I was like, "We had a broken hand his senior year, so it didn't surprise me that he caught on as well, at least for me." So I really look forward to him. He had a down year, uh, combination of the number one guy for the first time in his career, and he didn't have the franchise quarterback there. Who? That's my only concern, though, is because we've got this pocket of quarterbacks that have been good for so long. They're all entering 
the twilight of their careers at, at respective levels between Drew Brees and, and some other guys. And you just wonder when is when's it going to be it for Roethlisberger and those guys? Is this it? He's had some injury prone. Can he stay healthy? Will he be at the same level? So that's my only concern with the Steelers offense when we're talking about, especially the receivers, where I agree with you, but I've got some concerns if, A, Roethlisberger can stay healthy if he's back and if he's going to produce at the same levels he was before the injury. I, I think I would drop in your article, because we got a, a special sneak peek on your article, by the way, that will be on broadwaysportsmedia.com. Free trial is going on right now, and then you can see all kinds of stuff that you're going to be missing out on if you don't pay that $10 a month. I mean, it's just $9.99, technically $10. $100 if you pay for the whole year. I mean, go ahead and just pay that 100 and be done with it. Anyway, B-R-O-A-D-W-A-Y-S-P-O-R-T-S-M-E-D-I-A.com. It's broadwaysportsmedia.com. So proud of you. Anyway. Zach, did you know you and Lebowski both said that Broadway is trash on your latest F Words podcast? Now you were talking yeah, about Broad- the street. Yeah, yeah. But like, you got to watch that shit. Well, I mean, I'm just saying Broadway <laughs> is Broadway the street is trash. Broadway sports media. See, I always call us Broadway sports or Broadway sports media. So let's okay. just clear yeah, it's, the it's air broad, here. Broadway, the physical location is a petri yeah. dish. Of, 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 if, if you have a kid rock bar on your street, you're automatically trash. Anyway. <laughs> Because <laughs> <laughs> um, we anyway, our website. After where that. was I? Was I even talking about the Steelers? <laughs> so I would take the Steelers down a notch, and it's not because of lack of talent. I think they had the talent. It's a lack of confidence, and it's a lack of confidence in that Big Ben is 100% healthy and going to be 100% old Big Ben. And we've seen that Juju desperately needs Big Ben to be fantasy relevant, right? Right. I do like Deontay Johnson no matter who is behind quarterback, and I think that's real important. And um, old Dick Fingers is over there. Uh, Eric Ebron. Yep. Um, Yeah, I'm out on Eric Ebron. (laughs) If it ain't Andrew Luck, Eric Ebron ain't worth a shit. And I will say this as well. I am the opposite on James Conner. He's RB21 right now. That's really cheap. And he's technically, in my opinion – one of the few definitions of a workhorse running back because I know you're big into Anthony McFarlane, uh, JG, and they may try to use him, but I'm, I'm not I'm more super big. I just, well, yeah, but I mean, you, you think he's going to eat into it I yeah. mean, eat into James Conner. Um, but I don't, I don't think that's the case. I think James Conner will get the bulk of the carries that matter. I think he's highly motivated. He, so I think they're, there's a lot of question marks around every player except for Deontay Johnson. In long, long story short. I was with Even you, Zach, was until you got to uh, Eric Ebron. I don't love him, but Vance McDonald was pretty productive uh, with the Steelers. Heath and I Miller think he, was productive for right, years. I think he's an upgrade. Heath Miller hasn't been relevant since, what, 2012? I mean... Well, yeah, because he's not been a good yeah, tight end. I'm just saying, like, Ben Roethlisberger... Eric Ebron, is historically, is not a good tight end, guys. Let's not act like it, that... It depends how the Steelers use him. I'm not saying I'm all in on Eric Ebron, and, right, like, yeah. personally, I'm trying to get John U. Smith in every league, but if I miss out on him and I miss out on the top tight ends and I'm looking for, like, those streaming options, Eric Ebron is at the top of my list for a guy I'm right. possibly Would trying to Would you rather have Eric Ebron or Will Disley? Because Eric Ebron Disley. is going way higher. Will Disley. I don't think Will Disley's going to be ready for week one. The guy tore his Achilles in the middle of last season. He's a fast healer. Everyone's been saying it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he told me. He Inside scoop me. right there, guys. <laughs> sure, all right. And I, I, I don't agree on James Conner either because I got burned last year and I had to roster three Steelers running backs because all of them were either injured at the same time or they were rotating uh, – James Conner's bones are made of glass or something, porcelain. I'm not sure, but it's not a good situation from him health-wise. So I would I would stay away from that, but I do understand if you think there's value if you've never been burned by him before. And I also think that what you said is totally true, Zach. Like, there is a lot of risk in here in that Big Ben might not make it through the season, and if he doesn't, then Juju's probably not a good bet to produce a lot. So that's why I like Deontay Johnson because at the value right now, at the price you can draft him at, I think if something does happen to Big Ben, you're not screwed. Like if Deontay Johnson pops as a wide receiver two or better, then you're in great shape because you can get him at wide receiver like 38 right now. So Yeah, there's a, a lot of other regardless. wide receivers around that Juju range that I would rather take 
before him. Yeah. He's still going wide like receiver Odell. 13. Yeah, and w- Odell's 11. Thielen is 12. And then you oh, have yeah. Juju. And I think I still think that's a little too high for the, the risk of yeah. Big Ben not being there. Because he's, he's proven <clears throat> he's only a wide receiver one with the quarterback behind center. It, uh, do we know that Juju's a wide receiver one guy I don't even with Big Ben? Because we oh, haven't well, seen him well, Antonio Brown. I agree, but I do think that with James Washington and Deontay Johnson there to take some pressure off him in the passing game with Eric Ebron coming in and probably playing mostly like a big slot type of role, I think that sure, Juju will be Sure, but there's a produce. huge drop-off in talent between Antonio Brown and James Washington. True, yeah, but yeah. Juju Smith-Schuster is still a talented player in his own I, right. No, I totally agree. I'm just not sure I'm comfortable drafting him where he's being drafted given that we don't know if Big Ben can stay healthy and we don't know if he can be a wide receiver one even with Big Ben because he's he hasn't been one so far. Yeah, well, I will say this. When Big Ben started the season, um, Juju Smith did go f- uh, six for eight for 78 yards and five for eight for 84. He just never found the end zone. So, uh, I mean, that should go up, but he still was a, pro- any, a productive wide receiver up until that, you know, week three. Well, I'll probably be the one that drafts him, and y'all can all make fun of me on draft day four because I, I, I like Juju and I have faith. Uh, just I draft got- James Conner, please. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I experienced that last year, too. I'm staying away from it. So, Zach, I know we've talked about a few high-powered offenses. Is there, is there any others out there that are worth discussing from your point of view? Yeah, we got to talk about the Bills. They're way too low on Justin's list. And here's the thing. Josh Allen went from an RB21. RB, wait, huh? Sorry, sorry. Yeah. QB21. No, you nailed it the first time. Yeah, that that's true, too. A mistake. Don't but even He went from a QB21 to as soon as he got weapons this year, so from 2018-2019, jumped all the way up to QB6. And there's a reason for that. They got John Brown, they got Cole Beasley, right? And then they picked up Devin Singletary, which I'll talk about in a minute. But those guys really – turned around this offense and really helped Josh Allen out. And now they got Stephon Diggs. So now they have the wide receiver 20, wide receiver 34, and wide receiver 24 of 2019 coming into 2020. And I think that it's actually going to work out for Josh Allen and all these guys. And it's also going to open up stuff for Devin Singletary, who, when he started, was a legit RB1, RB2. Now, when he didn't start, he was definitely flex material. Anyway. again. uh, So late. Anyway, I think David Singletary, he ended the year from 11. Anyone? Week 11 through week 16. He ended as uh, RB20 those weeks he was rb20 for those weeks that's still rb2 and he's going as an rb21 right now i mean it's good value for devin singletary in my opinion and then on top of that i don't don't know i'm just looking at him like zach moss is good josh allen is good stefan diggs cole deasley dawson knox will probably get better that he was a very underrated tight end last year you know, Cole Beasley so you, got five red zone touchdowns. I mean, he's got the weapons now with Stephon Diggs. It's, do you think Brown and uh, Diggs are viable fantasy wide receivers? Or do I, they I throw do. enough would be my question? Yeah, I think they will. I think that Brian De, um, Brian Dable. will – yeah, Brian – I don't know why I could not remember that. Brian Dable will um, – well, he he's he's got a knack for maximizing the talent, whatever's on his team, and he's going to maximize all this, and he's going to put Josh Allen in the best situation to succeed. Now, listen, we all know Josh Allen by every other metric in real life is not a good quarterback, right? But he's a fantasy, he's a damn good fantasy quarterback, and I think that will help all these other players and their value as a whole on this team. He did have the highlight of the year, apparently, according to Twitter votes. So, when he jumped That's over to someone, true. yeah, he jumped over someone for like a ten-yard gain, and, and anyway, yeah, he also he had one of the best plays in playoff history, where he uh, was running down the field and then he threw the ball to. I think people are still wondering who he threw the ball to, but he <laughs> he threw it against the uh, 
the Texans. The Texans. Um, can I set everybody straight here with that nonsense that Zach just, just spilled no, it's out? not any nonsense. All right. First of all, the Bills are not going to throw the ball enough to make have two productive receivers. So it's either Stephon Diggs or John Brown. And I'm not saying Stephon Diggs is not going to have a good year. And I'm not saying that Josh Allen won't be a fringe QB1. But let's put some context on that QB6 number, if you don't mind. So he may have been QB6 last year by total points per game. But if you sort it by average points per game, such as adding, which would add Tannehill, who didn't start until week seven, Patrick Mahomes, who missed three games in the middle of the year, Matthew Stafford, who was on pace for a great year when he got hurt in week eight, all those guys, plus a couple others, would have finished ahead of Allen. So his points per game average for last year, QB 11. Now, the biggest boost for Josh Allen as a fantasy quarterback is his running ability. And I definitely think that he'll be able to contribute and have a pretty decent weekly floor because he'll rush for a few yard, a few a handful of yards every single week and boost his point totals that way. But the reason he finished so high last year as a quarterback is because he found the end zone. And he did he managed to rush for eight rushing touchdowns in 2018, which is pretty high for a quarterback. Last year he actually had more than that. He had nine rushing touchdowns. But what's what's interesting to me is that seven of those came from inside the 10-yard line and five of those came from inside the five-yard line. So I just did some math, and I know it's this isn't really a fair thing to do, but just for the sake of argument, I said, what would Josh Allen have finished as a quarterback if he'd only finished with four rushing touchdowns, which is still a pretty decent number for a, a quarterback? And he would have dropped from quarterback 13 in overall points to quarterback 19 in overall points, or sorry, he would have dropped from quarterback six to quarterback 13 in overall points and from quarterback 11 to quarterback 19 in average points per game if you just take away five rushing touchdowns. That's a lot to take away, I agree. But looking at their running backs on the roster now, you mentioned Devin Singletary. Devin Singletary had three carries inside the 10-yard line all of last season. The Bills drafted Zach Moss. He is a big bruising back. Zach Moss is the one guy on the Buffalo Bills that I actually want. What I'm worried about is that those seven touchdowns that Josh Allen had from inside the 10-yard line, where Devin Singletary was not carrying the ball, not even attempting. He had three attempts, not touchdowns, attempt, rushing attempts total the whole season. If those carries that Josh Allen carried in the end zone go to Zach Moss, Josh Allen's fantasy value plummets to, to fringe QB2 status. I still think he'll end up fringe QB1 because I think he will see a boost in passing stats with the addition of a great receiver like Stefan Diggs. But I just don't have confidence. I don't feel good about this Bills offense. Like overall, this Bills offense was 24th in offensive uh, points per drive last year, 24th in yards per drive. The more points and yards you produce, the better your fantasy offense is for, your, for the players in it, obviously. The Bills are a team that want to win by playing really solid defense and mistake-free offense control the ball, control the pace of the game, slow things down, run the ball. I am out on the Bills offense from a fantasy standpoint. Yeah, sorry, this is long, but that's a, that's a I am just... That's a frustrating offense to watch, too. And, and, and what, considers, what concerns me about their receivers, and this may change with Diggs, I, I don't know, but, I mean, uh, um, Josh Allen had eight games last year where he had zero passing scores. Eight. That's half the games. That's concerning for me from that point based on how they run their offense so I, I don't have a whole lot of confidence that those trends are going to change a ton he's all of a sudden going to be lighting up for one to two touchdowns a game or, or every other game i just don't i don't see it so now zach moss is going there. sorry go ahead guys i talked a lot i was just going to say something to watch there too is Stop. stefan diggs didn't handle the situation in minnesota very well with kirk cousins how is he going to handle the situation with josh allen who's a much worse real like real life quarterback than Kirk Cousins is Josh Allen throws overthrows people all the time I I think that it will be fine and here's why I think it was more of a frustration with the team as a whole I don't think it was just I don't think it was just Kirk Cousins right does he have the same offensive coordinator now no 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 we just talked we just talked about Brian Dable oh oh sorry I'm super yeah Hi. Confused. Yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway um, I, I don't think it will be a problem because I think you've seen people just want to get out of frustrating situations. Uh, Jalen Ramsey wanted to get out of the Jaguars, and he was a shithead at the Jacksonville, and then he was fine with the Rams besides that one little spat out in the locker room. But 
he was fine. I mean, he's okay. I think the same thing's going to happen with Stephon Diggs. He just wanted away from Minnesota. Mike Zimmer does not want to run an offense that suits Stephon Diggs, right? And I, I do think that you're going to see some a change in the offensive philosophy in Buffalo. But let me say this about Devin Singletary. Devin Singletary may have only had three attempts, but he scored a touchdown on 33.3% of those attempts. So if we extrapolated those stats and he got 20 or let's do 21 attempts in the red 21? zone. 21? Hang on. I got to look if up he red zone twenty-one. If he would have got 21 attempts in the red zone, he would have had seven touchdowns. So how's that for some math? Also, let if me say he this. had 100 attempts, he would have had 33.3 touchdowns, which would win you your Boom. league most likely. And if let he me had say 21 this. attempts, he would have been 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12th in the league tied with Josh Jacobs. I mean, which he could end up being now that Frank Gore's out of there. Now that, that Zach man. Moss is going to be the goal line back. I mean, there's and no doubt in my mind. That's why I'm in on Zach Moss, out on every other Bill. No thank you for a passing offense that is captained by Josh Allen. And no thank you for a Bills team that is going to get the ball to Zach this. Moss. You say that, but then John Brown got a thousand yards and like seven touchdowns last year. Yeah, Z- Stefan Diggs might end up being okay, but I think he's going to be drafted too high because he's the only receiver in Buffalo. Eh, he may be. He may be drafted too high, and that seems to be the case with Stephon Diggs regardless. But you're talking <laughs> about overall confidence, not overall value, right? I mean, your overall confidence well, in this mix. offense. It's but, the Alabama kid who's there. Um, anyway, that overall, <laughs> that, overall <laughs> that overall confidence should be higher. I think Are you confused as well? to be fantasy Ryan? relevant. Oh. I, I swear there's there's somebody else who's a receiver in Buffalo. Oh, it's uh, B.C. Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Well, Greenlaw, do you have anything you want to talk into these guys? I don't know if you've been able to talk with, with these two going off. No, I think I lean more uh, on the side of J.G. I mean, maybe it's that we spend some time at the Life Store together. I don't know what it is, but I do agree with him. Selling I'm not a, some faulty product. This <laughs> sounds not that good, Greenlaw. Come on now. He's a he's not a good. Josh Allen's not a good quarterback, and he's I a good was, fantasy quarterback. He, we just I talked agree. about he that. He was at least Separate. last year, but Robert I. Who's I thinking of? I I just don't see it as far as the two wide receivers being good options in that in that offense i would i would pick Diggs. i think out of the two of them but not where he's going to be drafted because he's a name and people are going to draft a name much higher than he's he's actually rated don't sleep on cole beasley though i i think that that is someone that you could definitely get and start in your flex later on down the road boom have you been listening to his purposely just to help him what I think Cole Beasley has a rap album. Have you been listening to that? Yeah, what is it? What is it called? Like Pigeon Cole or something like that? I, I don't know. I I wouldn't touch Cole Beasley in fantasy. I would have called oh, it. I, I wouldn't. But someone else Cole. should. <laughs> yeah. Draft Cole Beasley very high. Yeah. Everybody else draft Cole Beasley. Bills. I'm not, but James, you, you can. Make sure you guys tell this to James because he'll do yes. it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, please do. Delaney Walker, tight end in round two, and Cole Beasley following that up in round three. How are you going to get to all 16 teams? I don't know. We're spending 50 on minutes on each t- We did yeah. way too long on the Bills and so all Just real quick, I, I did – I was talking about Robert Foster. I knew there was a kid there that, that – he actually has some spots there. But anyway, moving on to something else. Uh, real quick, real quick, all three of you, nod your head real quick. You got me? Yeah. Any other oh, offenses yeah. this you isn't want to briefly – <laughs> Watch us on YouTube. <laughs> Whatever. YouTube is I, I, way better. I want the verbal confirmation for me right now. I don't care about the video. This is for me. Any other offenses real quick you want to touch on? Greenlaw, I'll start with you again. Uh, maybe the Bengals. There's a couple guys I like from there. Uh, Mixon. I like Burrow. I like Tyler Boyd. And I might like Higgins as a, a stash play. Okay, I think AJ five. Green's too high, but you know that's I, about I my only complaint uh, with the Bengals. I we already know. I don't. Did that episode air where we talked about the Bengals? It did. AJ Green. Uh, we talked uh, about AJ Green. Oh, okay. The well, franchise the, tag. We talked about AJ Green. Gotcha. Yeah. So Justin said that um, 
Joe Burrow would like spend five weeks in single digit points or something. Four like that points crazy. or less. He said yeah, four, four points or three. less. Which yeah, is like, give me crap. a fucking break. Exaggerating to make a point. Well, it's on you the Broadway pretty best. serious. We bricked, we bricked it. Whatever. No, we didn't it only, Put it on the, the brick. Only, the only brick we have right now is, I think, the stupid one we made between Jamichael Hasty and Salvin Ahmad. <laughs> Which anyway, I'm not going to win, by the way. I'm definitely Bingle, not I'm all going in to on the Bengals. Maybe... Uh, if Mixon's there in the second round, I think that's the appropriate value for Mixon. I know he's going in the first round in some drafts. Do not take him in the first. I think second's where your value's at. But everybody else, I mean, go crazy. Go nuts. I will Come say on, Mixon fam. had a really – Mixon had a great close to the season, so I could see the argument for taking him high. But personally, I just like other running backs better. And if it's not a running back, I like some other receivers better. So, yeah, I agree. Second-round guy for me. This offense to me is like it could either be a super gold mine of value or it could just be a bunch of wasted investments. So, I mean, I'm kind of in the mindset of just like picking Bengals players where they fall, where they're going, because they could pop to be pretty, pretty dang good. Yeah. Especially if you John have Ross a couple set too. guys. Well, All right, you liars. All right, you liars. Too. Any thoughts on the we didn't cover the Ravens at all. Any thoughts there? Yeah, they're they should be one tier up. And I think it's ridiculous that they're not one tier up. Hollywood I, Brown in the sixth round? No, no, no. One tier in your stupid I know, but like your my my rankings tier is based on comp. Like the I top don't tier like is the value. Let's talk confidence. The, the value top doesn't tier, fit what I'm trying to talk about. The top tier is for a team that has a player that I want at every single position. I do not want the running backs, and I don't really want the receivers you know what, on the J.K. Dobbins. I mean, J.K. Oh. Dobbins might be a pretty interesting stash, but, like, at the end of the day, he's not going to supplant Ingram and Edwards for enough oh. carries to be yep. fantasy uh, relevant. It, it, it's, I'm pretty sure he's going to replace Edwards because Gus Edwards He could replace out. Edwards, but was Gus – oh, really? Well, <laughs> okay. Was <laughs> Gus sure Edwards a fantasy starter, though? Because if you just give those carries to Dobbins next year, like, he's not going to be a fantasy starter. He wasn't the Ravens, a week guy. Right. He was only okay if Mark Ingram was missing the game. And the other thing is the Ravens ran 80% of their plays last year with a lead. That's insane. That allows the running backs to run the ball so much more. So I don't think Lamar Jackson runs for as many yards. I don't think the running backs oh. run for as many yards. I mean, uh, the Gus whole offense. Is tender. He didn't opt out. I knew he was in the news for something. Aha. There you go. Boom. Correction on you, bitch. I checked. Good. Well, the point is there's three guys up there that are all going to be splitting carries, so don't give me any of them. I, I do think Dobbins is a good dynasty play. Long-term, I think he's a good play. If you're in a dynasty league or you're in a like a very deep keeper league, he's someone to pick up that you can keep down the road, but I don't think he's a play for redraft leagues. D Dobbins is a three-down running back. If you're not drafting him, you're going to make a huge mistake, and he like, will I'm end not up – I'm not arguing how good he is as a player. It's just Mark Ingram is still right. a guy that has seniority on the roster who's going to play over him, especially seniority. in a COVID in a COVID shortened season off season where J.K. Dobbins hasn't even been on the field with the freaking team yet. That'd be all you tell a running back is which hole to run into on these plays. It's not like he really has to know a lot. <sighs> we'll see. Back me I up mean, there, Ryan. You're an offensive line coach. Yeah. It's it's. I will say that I'm more worried if an offensive lineman misses a lot of the preseason stuff so I'm, that's why i'm glad that um i say what i listen is not messing a whole lot coming off the covid list and everything like that that's relevant so, yeah but anyway <laughs> I, I i'm just i'm just trying to sort of bag zach up here but i don't really agree but yes running back isn't as important as some other positions because it is the broncos though their pass protections if too they don't burn those they won't stay on the field yeah the broncos, broncos are too though, low the broncos are a team to me that is exactly like the Bengals in that Draft every piece and hope that they pop, but I'm not actually confident that they will. I'm like, they're going at a great value because they haven't been good yet, and we're projecting that they become good. And if they do, then they're all great value. The same thing with all the Bengals players. So, like, I don't necessarily have a ton of confidence, but I want Cortland Sutton. I want the other great receiver that they just drafted. Jerry uh, Judy. Jerry Judy. I want Noah Fant. I might want Drew Locke. I'm not touching the running backs. Mm -hmm. But I definitely I, I want Cortland Sutton. The difference between the Bengals and the Broncos to me is that I have all the confidence in the world in Joe Burrow, and I have zero confidence I in Drew Locke. 
like zero confidence in Drew Locke. So I mean, Drew Locke was a good starter at the end of the year last year. Good fantasy. That team loves him. I, and players, they, and all they did was just give him more weapons. I mean, that's to me, I think the biggest thing about Drew Locke. Am I am I really looking to draft Drew Locke? Nah, he's not really on my radar. I sometimes often forget him. But Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton. I mean, Philip Lindsay still somehow gets a thousand yards rushing, even though they totally disrespect him. I mean, it's a it, there's some good value in that offense as a whole. And we all know that Elway does a great job of, of developing quarterbacks out there. He's right. Been, He's got a track record. We should trust him for sure. <laughs> I will say, though, that he, he did pick up towards the end of the season. That team really does, does like the players, I mean, seem to like Drew Locke quite a bit. And that can go a long way in a locker room. So we'll see what happens there. But let's move on since we've gotten our shots in with some teams. Um, what are some other Wait, wait. Teams? Sorry. One last team that I actually like. And I don't – sorry, this will be really quick. I don't like the Texans. I think the offense is going to be trash. I don't think that any of the running backs worth drafting. Deshaun Watson's great, but he's probably going to be overdrafted just because he's the top quarterback and they all get, get overdrafted. We spent a whole other episode talking about the Texans. Did we? Uh, we talked uh, about uh, somebody, right? We talked Not about Brandon Cooks, yeah. maybe. We talked about I'm, Brandon I'm, Cooks. I'm, you know what? Yes, because I'm, I'm using it. Let's move on. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I got I to gotta say this. This is my must-draft player of every fantasy league more than any player in, in any draft. Will Fuller. Will Fuller is being drafted too late. <laughs> Will Fuller is the only wide receiver one. I don't. I'm not saying he's going to play 16 games, and he's not necessarily going to play 16 games. He's and not even going if to. I don't like, care, the games he does play he will not play 16 games. Don't care. My fantasy opinion. football. Fantasy football <laughs> is a weekly game. You're trying to win week to week. The weeks he does play, he's going to score 20 points in. 80% of them. So Every he's the Jordan Reed of wide receivers. Basically, I think he will. Jordan with, Reed, when Jordan Reed was healthy, you always play Jordan Reed. Yeah. But the only problem was he was healthy four out of 16 games a year. Well, I mean, I think Will Fuller is more likely to miss four out of 16 games than be healthy the four out of 16. And I think he is pretty likely to miss four out of 16 games. But even if he does, as long as he's not missing the fantasy playoffs, I'm taking the chance that he will miss the fantasy playoffs based on where he's going in drafts right now. Will oh, yeah. Fuller is a league-winning player because the weeks he does play with no DeAndre Hopkins, he and Deshaun Watson have a connection. Those plays, la- there was a play last they year where Deshaun Watson... They don't have to double like, DeAndre now. They can do whatever they want to Will Fuller. And I will say this. I mean, Will Fuller, I get it. I get what you're trying to say. If he's healthy, you could start him in the flex. <laughs> I'm not even paying attention to y'all right now. Y'all okay, okay. Ryan is I'm turning saying, into a puddle because but of James. Don't act Will like Fuller Will Fuller's being disrespected by his ADP. He is what is he? He has earned his eight low ADP because he can't stay healthy, and that's important. It's. Important. I think it's fairly important, but I think his ADP is based on where he's going to finish the overall season in total points. And you're not going for total points in fantasy. You're trying to win on a week-to-week basis. The that weeks he plays, to me, that's more, uh, that's more advice for uh, DFS. Like, Will I mean, Fuller I'm rostering Will Fuller. I'm going to roster Will Fuller on every team I can this year. And, How high are you drafting him? Well, I mean, he's going in the eighth round right now, so I'm going to draft him in the seventh or eighth round in every league and put him but on my But to bench. me, like, that's a, like... I mean, he's a to me, he's a starter that I'm going to be able to draft on my bench. And when he's hurt, he'll stay on my bench. And every other week, he's going to be in my starting lineup. And I'm going to draft him. And when I hit that button, he's going to auto slot in on my bench because he's going to be like my wide receiver three or four because he's going in the seventh or eighth round. All right. All right. We'll see. We'll see if you. I can see why you don't make uh, the championships. (laughs) (laughs) So there's no one else to turn to. Am I allowed to move the show along so that at some point in time we can, can not record All two right, hours? Let's talk about the shitty teams. Let's do it. Who do you want to talk right. about? The shitty teams. Who are All we? Right. What are the offenses you want to stay away from? Please, oh, name I can list them. Please tell me you're not yeah. going to spend a ton of time on these guys. Because oh yeah, we are going to spend. I love. I love trashing bad teams. Yeah, I'm gonna. Like, I could. I could run through six of them, or we could spend twenty minutes on each. What do you want to Patriots, do? Patriots. Easy. Jaguars. Jets. Colts, the Jets, Jets, Dolphins. Dolphins. Oh, God. Raiders. No, there's Raiders have some viable players. Darren Waller's the only one. Jacobs, Josh Jacobs. Oh, sorry. You're right. And and then I would say Tyrell Williams. He's like the Will Fuller of the Texans. When he's healthy, he's actually pretty good. Yeah, but the difference is Deshaun Watson versus the other number four or 
Well, Derek Carr was not a bad fantasy quarterback last year, so. It's all about fantasy. fantasy. I'm out on Tyro Williams. As Mike calls him. Carr now, though, so. Is it not Tyrell? As Mike calls him, is it Tyrell? Yeah. Yeah, I'm out on him, though. As Mike calls him, tall Taewon Taylor. No, thank you. No, he's not. <laughs> yeah, Let Mike me say this. He's definitely not. Tall Taewon Taylor. Mike is obsessed. Yeah. <laughs> um, I will say I told Zach last year to start uh, Tyrell Williams in the one week, and it, it went really well for him. So you yeah, should drop it, him. Yeah, it did. It went so and, great. <laughs> and start him every week. I will um, say this: Tyrell Williams was on like a touchdown hot streak with the car, with Derek Carr behind Sinergy, which is like a there. not sustainable thing to me. Like, okay, draft Will Fuller. Well, to, 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 okay, hold on, hold on. JG's point though: if you can find that guy, and, that, and those are the gems that I hope the show can produce throughout the year, that if you can find that guy that's going to give you a solid three weeks, and that's all you use him for, and then you throw him back back into the free agent pool, and he doesn't score another point the rest of the year, what do you care? You got three great weeks out of him. Right, but I'm finding the Chris Godwins, who I drafted on every team last year, and the Lamar Jacksons, who I tried to draft on every team and only missed him in the league that Mike drafted him in, and the Mark Andrews, who I drafted on every team last year. Like, I'm finding those guys every year, and you guys are laughing at me now because if they like were being valued. I'm in the rough taking Lamar Jackson this what, year. What put it in last stone? Year, I'm talking about last make year. make a run, Will Fuller. Because I'll make I bet it. Will Fuller finishes as a top, as a wide receiver, too. No brainer, wide receiver two. So wide receiver fifteen. So that'd be higher. top twenty four, right? In a twelve team league. And what yeah. was he last year? He was, uh, I don't know, thirty, I think. But he missed. He was hurt after the, the problem. Yeah. Right. I think he was like wide receiver thirty last year. Yeah, I mean, I would be betting on him to stay healthy. I mean, I would bet. On, I think he only averaged like wide receiver eighteen or something like that, and I expected that to actually be higher when I sorted by average, but. He I finished think, as wide receiver 89 last year. What? 89? Yeah. That can't be right. Oh, Thank sorry. That's weeks 9 through 17. That would make <laughs> a lot of sense. But hey, that's still <laughs> factually, that is still factually correct. He finished wide a, receiver 53. So, Zach is going to weasel his way into which why is worse than Danny Amendola. That is he's true. literally Zach is literally making a statement as he's he's checking himself by typing up to, and then so he can correct himself before he gets done talking so yeah. that we can't call him out on it. That's true. Bravo, right, that's, Bravo. That's JG, I'll that's make strategy. that bet with you. He will not finish higher than wide receiver twenty four. Put it in a brick. Put it in a brick. Brick shot. <laughs> that's a brick, baby. <laughs> brick. <laughs> Oh, I got to find a cash money sound for that when y'all make these stupid bets. And uh, no Colts players, right? We're not drafting yeah. any Colts players. Nope. No. No. I'm not taking a Colt, a Jag, a Dolphin, or a Jet. Le'Veon Bell, your time's John done. Ta- is Jonathan Taylor still going in the third? I'm not taking a Patriot. Fuck that. I mean, I think that Cam Newton might end up being okay, but I'm not drafting him. Not with, with Jared Siddham getting all the starts. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're right. I should bump the Patriots down. By the time this article comes out, Patriots will be in avoid these teams entirely. So not not that I want to, because I always love when we can shit on the Colts, but it's just if we've been talking about a lot of guys tonight with a caveat of if they stay healthy. And if T.Y. Hilton stays healthy, and Philip Rivers somehow is rejuvenated by going to that offense. Don't you think he's got some kind of value that you want to at least keep tabs on if, if everybody else off your list is gone? You, you yeah. talk about people that I've been burned by. Thaddeus Youngton Hilton is one of them. I don't know if that's his, what TY stands for. I forgot. I wrote about it in the uh, in my my article about the AFC South. Are you sure uh, it's not no. BC? I'm out. Fuck the Colts. Yeah, T.Y. is player 53 overall right now, which is way too high for him. And then Jonathan Taylor is going even higher at number 46 overall right now. And now he's dropped one full round. But still, no Jonathan That's Taylor. That's got to be due to the – we don't know no who the, the back is going to be, right? Yeah, well, he was right. third round. That's the but, point. Why I have no confidence. Yeah. In, like, here's the thing. The Colts are probably going to be a pretty good offense. They have a great offensive line. They're going to have a good running game. So they're going to have a productive offense. The, my point is – they're not going to have any productive single fantasy starters. Like, I'm not in on Phillip Rivers. I think he's over the hill. I watched every throw Phillip Rivers made last year, and I was not impressed. For that reason, I'm not in on the wide receivers. I think that having no offseason to work out with T.Y. Hilton, who is going to most mostly be a downfield guy, not having a chance to get that timing down is going to be huge. Michael Pittman Jr. is a rookie who doesn't have a chance to work in uh, this season because of COVID, this offseason with the team. 
that's huge for his development. And who the heck even are the other receivers? Like Chester Rogers and people that used to be Zach, Zach Pascal, who used to be on the Titans practice squad. Like these guys, I'm not. They're not fantasy relevant at all. And then you guys talked about the running backs already. I thought Jonathan Taylor might be a guy like way early in the year. I thought he might be like a cool value sneaky rookie pickup, but he's going so high in drafts. It's like totally not worth it because Marlon Mack, like. Marlon Mack's going to get first shot at being the RB1. So why the heck would you draft Jonathan Taylor that high? And Jonathan and, Taylor's a fumble machine. Yes, and he is. That, he is. There's so nothing that gets a either one. quicker than a, a fumble lost. And he lost a majority of the fumbles that he had. It sounds like this and show T. has T.Y. Hilton's hurt. about to be 31. And I'm just, and I'm just not the into only it. guy, Trey Burton, signed in the offseason. He was with Frank Reich when they won yeah. a Super Bowl in Philly. I don't think that he's going to be a great fantasy producer because Jack Doyle is still there and he's pretty good too. So I think those two guys are just going to eat up each other's production and then I'm, you're not I'm with you on that. So none of them. None of them. No Colts. No thank you. Running no One running theme on this show is how bad this show has been burned by running back by committee situations and how far we all want to stay away from because I think we all have a story so far about I'm the done hatred we have yeah, for the situation. That's why it's important to get a stud like Derrick Henry. Yeah. yeah. Can we talk about how where we are today? I mean, in 2015, the Titans like trios were like Marcus Mariota, who nobody wanted to draft, Doriel Green, Beckham, Antonio Andrews, and Delaney Walker was the only fantasy relevant player. We already player. talked about this on the Titans one, so I'm just saying. Go back and listen to the one. Can with he Ryan not be Tannenbaum. proud? Can he not? I'm be just proud? saying, I'm just saying I'm just compared saying. to the AFC South where the titans rank like this really stood out to me in my tiers i have the jags and the colts in my bottom tier and the texans in my five out of ten rating tier only because will fuller is a must draft to me and because deshaun watson is obviously a fantasy stud the rest of the afc south though wasteland for fantasy it's crazy you mentioned it really i do have an autograph picture of dgb if anyone wants it just let me know hit me up on twitter and i'll send it to you for free so, you, you'll even pay for the shipping right i oh my gosh yeah my sister met doriel green Wait, beckham Chris in college bill tucked in there too <laughs> <laughs> my sister met doriel in college when she went she was at OU. my sister went to ou and doriel was at ou she met him at a frat party I probably shouldn't say this. I'm not going to. We, we got a week stuff there. <laughs> we can talk about that some other time, about the most disappointing, like some of the disappointing uh, teams or, or people that we had. And the DGB was one of those for me or later. I, I really thought he was going to do well. And boy, I was, I think a lot of Titans fans were wrong on that one. Good. Yeah, grief. I'm not taking the Colts. I'll, I'll take a, a shot at DJ Chark and Leonard Fournette on the Jags. Yep. Because I think their value to production is actually in sync. But everybody else on those teams, I couldn't you even tell want, you the second wide receiver. Leonard Fournette is the No, fuck him. Leonard Fournette is the Josh Challen of running backs. Because he is not a good real-life player, but he gets all of the volume in, in that system. And so he, he is well, a dra- very draftable running back because you know he's going to get yeah. the ball a million times. Because, I mean, I don't even remember who it was, but in the article that I wrote that's coming out today, later today, um, I don't even remember who the guy behind him. It's kind of like a Todd Gurley situation in Atlanta. It's some fucking random guy you've never heard of. And then on top of that, he gets 100 targets in one season in the passing game. So if you're in PPR, Leonard Fournette in the third round, which is what he was going, which is always fluid whenever we record these podcasts. ADP is constantly fluid. But Leonard Fournette was going in the third round. That's pretty damn good value for someone who yep. has the opportunity you're looking for. The, he's now, sandwiched is it great between and is girly. it sexy? No, it's not sexy. But Yeah, he's sandwiched between Gurley and Chris Carson right now in ADP. I would rather I'd have both those people, but other I'd have Fournette and Gurley over Chris Carson any day of the week. I'm right I'm and away from Fournette Seattle's doesn't have the bad knees and that kind of thing, so he's probably a safer bet than Gurley or Carson. For me in that range, I'm just looking at a different position because I don't want any of those running backs you just mentioned. I'd rather take my running back earlier, plan ahead, and go for somebody like Odell Beckham or Adam Thielen. Oh, Adam I'm Thielen, yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, Adam Thielen compared to Leonard Fournette, that's crazy. That's not even questionable to me. Third round for Adam Thielen, too. And he was a first-rounder last year. It's just like people forget because of one weird season. But was Thielen that bad last year? Did I miss something? I just thought he was always a wide receiver one. Yeah, I'm I'm taking Adam Thielen in this. I think we're seeing – He missed a lot of time last year, which is why he – 
he was ranked so low. I think we're seeing the roller coaster of the fantasy trend starting to take hold where it, back in the early 2000s all the way into probably like 2010, 2011 was running back, running back, right? That's what you went in the first two rounds. You went running back, running back. And then all of a sudden, the wide receivers start taking off and everybody was like, oh, zero running back strategy, blah, blah, blah. I think we're getting back into running back, running back. Now, does that correlate with what the NFL's doing? I'm not totally sure, but I kind think of. that's... Yeah, it kind of. I mean, I wouldn't put it out there that... It, it correlates to the is. talent that has entered the NFL in the last, right. like, four drafts or so. McCaffrey, Saquon, Ezekiel Elliott, Alvin Kamara, Derrick Henry, Dalvin Cook. Like, the top running backs, Joe Mixon, the top running backs in fantasy, Miles Sanders, I mean, good on the list, are the top running... Like, they're all in their first five years in the league still. So yeah. I think that's exactly what it is. The talented players come in and the league. So I, I think yeah. that's why Thielen and all these wide receivers are kind of good, crazy value. And I think that, you know, follow the trend. Uh, usually I'm usually a buck the trend guy. Like, okay, if everybody else is going running backs, you better go wide receiver. Well, no, I think you should actually go running backs because you're actually going to find it hard to have good running backs. and But you're still going to get top tier wide receivers even in that second tier wide receivers right? right does that make sense like julio's going the, the drop off o- is much less on wide yeah. receivers julio's going 13th overall and like yeah julio's a good player but adam thielen's going 33rd overall like i would That's way crazy. rather take a running back at 13 overall and just get adam mm-hmm. thielen at 33 well, that's about the AFC, actually scores right? touchdowns. I mean, these are, these are Jones, AFC. Yeah. These are AFC players, right? Yeah. Julio Jones is just essentially <laughs> Alan Hearns because, I, I mean, they walk away with the same amount of touchdowns every year. He opted out. He actually opted he did. out. Real quick, oh, Zach, were you, thinking of, uh, were you thinking of Chris Thompson in Jacksonville? No. Is he in Jacksonville? Or, uh, uh, Raquel Armstead? Hello. Yeah, that's who the, the running back I saw. Is there any other teams that we didn't at least mention? Is Chris Thompson in Jacksonville? Did he follow Jay Gruden there? Possibly. Oh, I, that's I another reason. I, I that's why I'm out on the Jags offense overall. It's just because, like, Jay Gruden's going to bench Leonard Fournette for trying to sleep with his side piece or something. Like, no, thank you. I'm totally <laughs> well, out. Well, the good news is that Leonard Fournette can even show up to team meetings, so there's no way he's going to go show up to a secret sex rendezvous. <laughs> good point. There's True. one team. I don't even want to give you this because I'm so – Whatever. There's one team I'm, I'm surprised JG didn't mention more, and that was the Chargers. Unless I missed it because I've been oh, we haven't we haven't touched on the Chargers, but we have touched on them on our rookie podcast, which yeah. we may or may not have released. But <laughs> um, I'm out on the Chargers. I mean, Eckler is going to have production, but for the price, I don't know. The other receivers, like with whoever the heck is throwing the ball, I mean, I guess we're going to assume it's Tyrod Taylor right now, but if Justin Herbert is the guy of the future, he could start at any time, and I have no confidence in him. I guess Hunter Henry has value, but like, blech. Does no he? Thanks. I mean, he's like I'm the not taking the chance. Yeah, right. Like, that's, that's how I feel. Like, let other people draft people from these teams. Mm-hmm. Let people draft Cam Newton way too high or even draft Sony Michelle at some point because – let me tell you, it's not fun owning the Patriots running back. Let or Le'Veon draft. Bell jumping yeah. to the Jets. Let someone take oh. Le'Veon Bell 30-ish, yeah. which is where he's going right now. 36 right now, which is just terrible. Don't just draft Just let Le'Veon other people do it. Even if you see them there, if you see Keenan Allen in the fifth and you're like, well, he's not going to be there in the sixth, it's okay. Just pass It's a on. good thing for you. You don't want yeah, him. It really is. Just let someone else take that because you can get a better player that's actually going to produce. Boom. So make sure you listen to our experts here. Make sure that you're letting some of these guys slide. Grab the guys we're recommending. You're going to have a great season if you do. And if you don't, don't blame us. No, you're going to have a great season because, like Zach says, if he's not right, he'll correct himself before the end of the sentence. So but we did cover all of our teams again. I do believe if we missed one, please call us out in the comments, tweet us, let us know. But that's going to do it for us this week. Remember to be sure and check out all the other podcast articles, content, Zach's articles, JG's articles, reading those articles on at, that are on broadwaysportsmedia.com. Also check us out on Twitter at BroadwayTN and the show at Flex on Broadway. Follow Zach at FWordsPod, JG at Titans Film Room, and Rob at Bob on Grob. Rob on Broadway. Bob on Broadway. I'll get it right one of these days. Follow Bob. Rob. Blah, blah, blah. Bob, Rob, blah, blah, blah. See, that, that always plays in my head every time. Bob, yeah. 
Look, just look at it on YouTube. There's a big thing that says is yeah, it'll be a thing. Hold on, like right here ish somewhere. So just check yeah. that out. Follow Broadway over on Facebook and Instagram, and don't forget to rate and subscribe, you animals. So until next time, see y'all. Peace. Yeah, I'm cutting y'all off. No, I'm cutting y'all off. Talk about Miami. We didn't talk about Miami. <laughs> Mike Isecki actually might have We did. Money. We mentioned Miami. I just glossed over no, it. Yeah, I said, I said Miami. Devontae yes. Parker. <laughs> he had a pretty good end of the season. Well, yeah, but no Albert Wilson. No, there's nobody else out. there. Yeah, yeah, no Alan Hearns. Matt Breida, we said we were going to talk about. I will I will say I, I liked Matt Breida. That's it. And and we were going to talk about um, that other news. Uh, you'll include this at the end, so whatever we talk. About. I know. I will. Oh, what was the, the Lions, news? and we forgot about Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones. Ronald but Jones I'm not in on yeah. Ronald Jones. Ronald, Ronald Jones. Jones. Ronald Jones. <laughs> Ronald Listen, Weasley is. I'm totally Jones. out on Ron Weasley because I just think that <laughs> they Ronald didn't draft Jones. Keyshawn Vaughn Listen. to give the ball to Ronald Jones. Go ahead. Ronald Jones. Listen. First off, Bruce Arians is not a fucking liar. And we learned that when he talked about Jameis Winston and Tom Brady. That's fair. Second off, Ronald Jones is going RB30. And he ended the year as a starter, the weeks that he started all through the year, RB19. Okay. I just don't... I do all that. It's, it's yeah, hit that, hit that thumbs up on the YouTube Smash guy. it! Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> hit that thumbs up on the YouTube guy. Yeah, smash that like button, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not in on Ronald Jones because I don't think he's a talented player. Like he's fast, and that's never it. say otherwise. But well, I'm not in on an RB19. I'm in on the RB top Wait, tens, please. What about Listen, Ron Weasley? Look right here when you are. Well. Look, get Ron Weasley a broom. When you're and last, he's flying all over the field. When you're last, you know, you're know that's going to be. You know that that's going to be edited, or JG's always right, or something on there. That, if you're not first, you're last. Is this fucking bug? Did yeah. you guys know what you're talking about? <laughs> I've had this little, I've had this little bug behind me heroin thing. I'm gonna have to double the outro song, I think, because this is too much outro content. Oh, are we still, are we actually putting all this in the? Podcast? I don't know. I'm still recording. He's recording. He's, he he, he says about? he won't. Then he'll we'll, we'll have this little snippet at the not. end that I'll I'll be sure that whatever I said won't make it on air. And then next thing I know, he's got it in the cut. So if you can, you got to get the picture of Jarvis pointing to his vein and put it on the YouTube clip. So people and if, know even if you want to put a needle and a strap on it, you gotta, you go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obvious I'll, like, Photoshop, like cartoon Photoshop. Yeah, like I'll start with Jarvis there it without that stuff, rot. and then I'll like have that stuff fly <laughs> on in. Like I'll have the needle yeah. fly in and like stab his arm, and like stuff will shoot out, and then he'll like <laughs> scream and writhe and agony. No, and then no, no, put green veins on him like the Hulk. Turn him into the Hulk. His eyes turn James, green. James like just animate him. a whole episode for us where it's just our stick characters talking to each other. The extent That's of my animation. Abilities is like one hand comes up and then the other hand comes up and then the football comes up. That's as good as I can do. Hey, hey, you're your boss for that. Man. <laughs> A Broadway sports media production.